Hey, you guys, and welcome to We're Part of This Together. It's the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies and also Nickelodeon specials. Thanks for listening. I'm Josh. I'm Lori. I'm Adoni. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you read that incorrectly, Adoni. Good job. Sorry. Oh. It's, oh. You don't have to look anymore. You lead us in. Set your watches to hyper time because it's time to watch Clock Stoppers. A teenager accidentally activates a machine that enables him to speed up his body so that other people seem to be standing still. They seem to be standing still? Wow. They're not standing still. They're still moving. It's the the Frozen Challenge. It was so popular last year. Three years ago. Was that on Vine? That was a thing? Yeah, I remember like people would stand still and then like someone would take the phone around and there would be no. like music playing. Okay, no? Okay. No. I had seen this. I forgot I had seen this until I remembered that it had the boy from Bring It On. It's He plays Eliza D- Dushkow. God, Andoni, you just oh, said every name. Eliza Dushkow? Yeah, he's her brother, and he's the one that Kirsten Dunst ends up with. Spoilers. Oh, shut up. The movie's like old. Sorry, you also mispronounced that last one. It's Kristen Dunst. No, it's not. No, it's not, right? Oh, my God. Is it? Help me. No. It's Kirsten. It's Kirsten. Oh, Oh, but you've been fucking up so much. Like, I really could have convinced you if I wanted to. I'm on three and a half hours sleep and then like a 10 minute nap that got disrupted by a domestic dispute outside my window. I, I can't brain. Oh God. Yeah. Sorry. I, you know, someone, <laughs> somebody stole your Welch's fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Not sponsored. I would, I would stab someone. Yeah. Okay. They... Nobody got really? stabbed. I want to be clear. It was just like people yelling at each other. Well, really? I just For mean, I would. Though, Josh, there's way better gummy snacks. Oh, it... name a brand. Name a brand may, that's yeah. more iconic. Come through. All these gummy vitamins. <laughs> Who the fuck is... No, that's like fucking $14. Also, also, don't eat too many... You can only eat like... Too, you can like overdose on iron and stuff, Andoni. And if I you know. Too much calcium, you can get heart <laughs> issues. Be careful. Exactly. Push your, you got to push it right to the limit and then you got to pull back. Okay, no, we know that Josh has no self-control. If that boy gets his hand on some gummy vitamins, we will no longer have our buddy. I will push them back, yes. Yeah. Um, I need to be able to have, like, multiple handfuls of fruit and stuff it in my face. Fair. In reality, though, I don't actually know of any other brands of fruit snacks. Exactly. Annie's? I'm sure Annie's makes fruit snacks. Okay, but like you can't say those are better if you haven't like, oh, I'm sure. I'm not saying they are the best of the best. I would rather have wine gums, but uh, these are more accessible and currently free. So. Yeah. Is that just gummies that are soaked in wine? Pretty much. Oh, wait, gummy bears. Haribo gummy bears. Haribo? Those aren't fruit snacks, though. Okay, that's candy. Fruit snacks? Snacks are like fruit. They're healthy. <laughs> okay. Um, so this movie, I we've established that I've seen it and that Kristen Dunst is not in it. I loved this movie. Hello, shout out, callback, reference. Clock Stoppers was the biggest thing. I watched it so many times. We should have just bought it because I ended up renting it from Blockbuster a million times. And yeah, it was my favorite. I think I, well, I was watching this. I like said a few lines as things happened because I loved it so much. Wow. I still remembered. I thought I loved it a lot. Like I watched it a lot because I definitely had a 90s schoolboy crush on Jesse, what's his name? Somerville. That's not it at all. <laughs> oh, but- you asked for the names from the girl who's been messing up the names. <laughs> yeah, true. Anyways. Him and Carmen. That's not her name in the movie, is it? Oh. The two main characters. Anyways, Francesca. I have seen that a lot. The last time I saw it, I was in college and I was dog sitting for my friend. And my, my other friend, John, he had been like pestering her for fucking months. Like he would mention this movie every time we went over there because they had it, had it on DVD because their mom would buy like any movie that she found in this DVD store because it was like $1.99. And then we eventually watched it. Then we didn't even pay attention, but it was still a good movie. But Aww. 
He just wouldn't shut up about it for like three months straight. Well, good, because it is it's a movie that everyone should see. Mm-hmm. Is I it remember- Stay tuned to find out. Shut up. <laughs> I remember thinking the effects were so cool. Like I knew in my mind, like, okay, this is like one of those effects they just figured out how to do in Hollywood and they're like milking it for all it's worth. It like it's still good. And it's not just a gimmick. Like the movie has a little bit more to it than that. Yeah. Maybe. They were they were smart about the special effects too. It was like real blurry or real minimal for the for the real Yeah. And like Sorry, I just had like a serious uh, brain fart. <laughs> no, it's hard to describe it, but like I there were just small elements throughout the whole movie where like when they were in the hyper time stuff, something they would like run into a newspaper stand. And the newspapers would like fly out, but then they'd stop. And you're like, oh yeah, time has stopped. How freaking sweet. <sighs> so yeah, <laughs> that's the movie. Thanks for listening. That was all in Hyper Time, everyone. Hope or you enjoyed it. Bye. Stay tuned to find out. I mean, like, no, actually you don't need to stay tuned. We just need the download. So if you don't want to listen anymore, you don't have to, I guess. <laughs> what? I mean, Josh just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, I almost said something naughty. You know, he just told us all he has to tell us. So I busted through this movie. I was gonna say you like you busted something, something your load, but it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't think called my load. No, I can't think of the phrase. What's it called? Blew his load. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Ew. <sighs> I have not played with squirt guns in a while. (laughs) Okay, let's... uh, So this intro intro made me really want to watch Spy Kids. Yeah, (gasps) it has the Spy Kids feel. It's like... And it's like all these like doors and gears. And I love a good gear. I do too. I gotta say, I didn't realize that this was a Nickelodeon movie. Me neither. I I thought it was like PG-13. It has to be. It's pretty naughty. Is, is this a movie that would have a, an orange VHS tape? Oh shit! That was, it it feels like, no. like it feels too naughty for it. There was a few scenes with Francesca that weren't outright naughty, but she was like in a towel for, for no reason at one point. Yeah, I was bothered oh. by that watching it this time. That's and then there's you... a part where she like lifts up her shirt a little bit, and she's about to get undressed, and you see her bra, and it's just kind of like, why? Why though? Right. True. They do make some some comments like he and Francesca are going to get naughty together yeah, yeah. Do i don't think... think it could get the orange vhs i'm actually gonna look into this while you guys continue discussing because i really care about this now i think it's on the same level of snow day but for some reason snow day i'm immediately <gasps> like that's a disney movie nickelodeon snow movie day. i never watched that you never watched snow day no wait i thought you guys did that on the podcast no what no. or if we did that i wasn't on it dibs on snow day Okay. Yeah, we should do that in winter. It did not get an orange VHS. Okay. <gasps> what? Did Harriet the Spy? I think yeah. Harriet the Spy did, yeah. yeah because that one was based on a TV show. There's a three-pack for 1999 of the VHSs. It's a rare Nickelodeon movies. It's not rare. Spoiler, don't don't buy that. But Clockstopper, Snow Day, Harriet the Spy for 1999. That's pretty good. So we're at the airport, and there's this man who is dressed in a very good disguise. Okay, what was weird to me was this whole sequence was weird to me. And it's because this movie happened after 911, 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so wow. Somebody call 911. Somebody call 911. Somebody flying a plane or two. Stop. Gosh. Oh, oh my God. Okay, oh. anyway, so it's after 9-11. I feel like this may have been being filmed like before because this yeah. was 2002. It had to have been. Yeah, he's like going through an airport in a disguise, like a long beard, and like the metal detector goes off on him and they still like let him through. Like they make him take yeah. out his keys or whatever. I it was just like real weird. Well, not even that, but he gets to a a gate without a boarding pass. Yeah, yeah. also that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I like think there's a family. Yeah, I wrote that because then he gets there and there's a family that's like screaming. Not the whole family. It's just the kids screaming. But well, I think it's the wife who's screaming after this. She's like, what do you do? How much? Okay, imagine this. Sicily. 1962. No. Um, what? <laughs> what? 
Neither of you I, guys watched the Golden Girls. Um, no. I forgot what I was talking. Okay, so you're both on at at the airport, and you're about to go to, we'll say, Spain. And you're, okay. like, all packed up, all ready to go. And then this man shows up dressed up like a weird hunter with a bunch of beard. And how much money would it take for you to, like, just be like, fuck this, yeah, I'll take the cash? $5,000. I mean, it'd have to be enough to, like cover the expenses of the trip <clears throat> in the first place well my concern is that like pto like do i get that back so it'd have to be enough to like no exactly to, like take some yeah. time off also so you have to be like sir hold up i need to run a few numbers <laughs> it's enough to just buy the next the ticket on the next flight to wherever you were going but then like still profit to make it worth it yeah well i mean obviously that's assuming if i'm just going to spain i have no idea how much a last minute ticket costs i'm assuming it's less than five thousand wishful thinking i, feel. I think yeah i think four or five thousand is like a good that's number enough. but imagine the consequences of someone bribing you to get your ticket and then them like being an actual terrorist or a bad person i who... mean i don't <laughs> think you'd be legally palpable for it but or cul- culpable Palpable. Palpable. <laughs> I'm not legally pulpable. I am all juice concentrate. Anyway, like, <laughs> you guys think you would legally get in trouble? I don't think you would, I guess. I don't um, think so. You could always be like, I dropped my ticket. But somewhere. I guess nowadays it's not even a thing because, like, you're, you have to check your, like, your ID has to match your boarding pass. Yeah, it's exactly yeah, what I was going like to say. They are checking it. Yeah. Okay. So this movie just doesn't happen post 9 11. No. Even no. though it does happen post 9 11. Yes. So airports were simpler. I'm glad we worked that out. Thank you. Okay. This dude tries to get on the plane. <laughs> That's where we're getting. He gets nearly to the plane when, out of nowhere, he gets like dragged through the air to My ghost. a van. And he's now in a van and they're like, whoa, we got you. They say that exactly. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And we find out that it's. French Stewart from Third Rock from the Sun. Anyway. It cut, oh, it's we find out that it's Dr. Doppler is who French Stewart's playing. But then we get a cut and then we get, what's the man's name? Oh. Jesse something. Oh. Well, what's his character's name though? Oh. Zach. Zach. Z-A. Cool. And we get the Blink-182 song. Oh, this has such a good soundtrack. It really so did. So many good songs. Including Smash Mouth and Uncle Cracker. Hello, 2002. Yeah. It was real good. <laughs> there was one song um I didn't like the cover of Time After Time. That I was didn't either. That was oh. the song that like both of us were like who did this? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is happening? Josh and I watched this together last night. Oh, that's so cute. I made him dinner. Oh, that's so cute. He didn't eat all. And then I rude. I, you literally gave me an entire glass bowl and said if you can't eat all of it it's okay i made so much it was implied that it wasn't okay josh read between the it lines in, it was implied to be a challenge not I, I ate all Ooh. of it except for one and a half tofu pieces yeah why'd you eat one and a half because like if it were just two then i'd be like yeah i'll probably munch on those but it's like one and a half somehow they're both tainted <laughs> I don't know. Don't make up rules for how do you like eat half a tofu in there? Like that's too much. It's like if you go get a burger, if there's like a quarter of a burger left, just eat the whole fucking thing. No. Yeah, it doesn't matter how horrible you feel after children. You do not have to finish your plate. Eat what feels right and healthy for you. But like half a piece of tofu, it's like an inch piece of tofu. Listen, Lori, I knew I was done. I couldn't finish. That's naughty, stomach. And I eat a lot throughout the day, but not all at once. Okay. I'm done. That's more information than anyone wanted to I know. I literally did give him a Pyrex bowl full of food, though, because my dishwasher. Thank was, you. My bowls were Yo, there. can you invite me over for dinner, please? Uh, yeah, I you're invited over for dinner. That I will eat the entire Pyrex bowl. Um. Anyway, what what the fuck are we doing? Um, uh, we're trying look, to have a successful project. Profe- okay. Yes, don't know why. Uh, Tell so me about the cute dude. Zach spelled Z A K because he's super cool. Like, what if you name your baby Zach and then he grows up and he isn't cool? Then he's like just a double loser. 
I think it works the other way around. If you have a cool name, you end up cool. What happened to all of us? I've got the coolest name. Yeah, you've got the coolest name. You have some weird wrist thing on and you have your you're using a an oppa as a pillow. Listen, I jerked off too much and I don't have any more pillows, okay? <laughs> He's got that big Andoni energy. They saw his name on the on his on the resume and they were like, Yes, hire him. He's got Honestly cool though, like I interviewed and then the next day they Same. gave me a job offer. So I was like <laughs> Lori, I just don't think you jerk off enough is the issue here. No, but okay, what I was going to say is I like that the lack of a pause between I jerked off too much, which was explaining the wrist, and then the pillow thing, it was just one sentence that made it imply that you just like jizzed on every pillow. Oh I know, that's what I thought at first. Like, I oh, like, I jerked off too much and now I don't have any more pillows left. Like, whoa, like a Duh. towel, maybe a paper towel? Like, why are you using pillows? Like at least a sock, come on. <laughs> Lori, do you own a wrist brace? If so, go get it right now. No, I don't. I have a, I have arch support. I have a bunch of feet things. Because that's oh. how I do it. That's how I get the job done. Lori's got a foot fetish. She heard it first. Um. So we see Zach is a cool dude. He's up with bike. the kids. He knows how to use eBay, which like back in the day was confusing, honestly. Yeah. And he's selling typewriters and all this old crap and making like a little extra money. And he's got a cool like friend who works at a cool sports shop and like sells paint guns and you know, they're cool. Yeah. I would want to be them. When I was 12, I was like, hell yeah. I just think that he's selling a typewriter. Yeah. Which is like, I don't think vintage or retro was really big at that point. So. Mm -mm. I mean, it would have been, but I wonder what, like when were typewriters still used? We're talking pre- hipsters well yeah but it's always been like it's like stuff always has like the 20 like where jean jackets were dumb when we were kids but now it's far enough away from like because it goes like it's the cool thing then it's the thing the poor people have so you don't want it and then like it's the thing that's kind of rare so like what i wonder what typewriter what phase they were in at this point um 2002 might have still been like the tail end of electric typewriters because i remember my dad had one but that was for his business so yeah, yeah. So. I think typewriters were just like a thing that a lot of people sold on eBay. I think a typewriter has always been desirable for writers. Can we finally tell you how who Dr. Doppler is? He is the former student of Zach's dad, the professor. Yeah, you heard it here first. Zach's dad is a professor and he does science stuff. And we meet him now and his son who we josh and i spent most of the movie trying to figure out if he was supposed to be a high schooler or a college boy we're gonna say that he's like he just graduated it's like the summer before college is what i'm gonna say no i think okay, he's still they were in, in school, school because meeker was talking about <laughs> the new girl was in gym class so school's still going Ooh, on it must be high school they must okay. be seniors so it's, he wants to buy a car that's yeah. why he's like visiting his dad because he's like oh, i want this fucking mustang so, well so here's the thing he has the down payment and he's like dad i just need you to co-sign i mean co-signing is a big deal it is yeah, but, like, but... Should, like it's a really nice car that down payment's probably pretty significant so like his dad didn't even say like hey good job but like let's wait he's just kind of like no let's wait no his dad sucked he he was like yeah. way too much of a fucking nerd he was definitely like putting it off he's like no you need to like look up the safety ratings and he's like i did you need to like compare it to other models and he's like you're just putting this off because you don't want to give me any time like that's the type of car where if you buy it and you like keep it up like that one's gonna be an investment i mean that car only costs what was it seven grand on the lot so there must be like a lot of issues with it it's it's (laughs) the car that will say it's canon that it eventually becomes mia thermopolis's car in the year before since this movie's older than that or newer than that movie sure um we should also mention how he hits on that girl who terribly it's really bad. She's rock climbing and he's like starts climbing up the rocks and talking to her. Also, so he says that he like read it in Cosmo to like approach the new girl or something. Did Cosmo used to be a magazine oh. for men and women? Yes. Oh, no, I mean, no, no, it wasn't. But like, uh, I know that boys knew that there'd be like breast diagnosis diagrams and stuff in it. So I think pre times, no, no like. Pre-internet times, I knew that guys looked at it because it was about, like, sex stuff. Like, um, guys looked at it because of the cool quizzes that told you whether <laughs> you sex in the CD character you are. Um, 
Anyway, apparently he learned that you should like ask somebody what the time is to hit on them. Oh my god! It's funny because the whole movie is about clocks. Oh, fair. I didn't. Oh, that. there's this Kelso dude who's like the bad guy in the movie, who's like pushing to have new technology made, and so he like goes underground to a secret layer, and they're like, "Yeah, you gotta make this watch faster, dude." I don't remember. Okay, so I want to make it clear that the character's name isn't Kelso, but I don't think they really tell us his name. But he was Kelso on Scrubs. I was confused then. Wait, which one's Kelso? I was like thinking the of the big bad guy. Oh, him. Okay, I was like, he's from Scrubs. Who the fuck is he? Kelso. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's trapped them. And like they're making him work in hyperspeed so he can figure stuff out faster. And oh my like, God. It's like, he did not, it's not decom, but in the most like kids' movie thing ever. Like it's supposed to be showing how like stressed out and scared he is. And he just said, You're killing me, dirtbag. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They've literally kidnapped him and then aged him because that's what hypertime does to you. It ages you for a long time. I, I like as long as you're in it or something. I don't know. I mean, but it makes sense. Imagine like being stuck somewhere and told to work, but they're also slowing down time for you. So like you're there 20 years, but they're like, okay, that's one work day. There you go. I mean, that oh. basically sounds like my job now. <laughs> <laughs> Calling them a dirtbag. I heard the most wonderful term the other day for someone who's a terrible person. You call them a crumb. Oh, where Ooh. have you heard that? My favorite murder. Oh. A crumb. Yeah, you're a real crumb. I just call them a Josh. <laughs> then we cut back and we're at Zach's house and his sister's carrying laundry downstairs. And it's super funny because, like, it's the most sibling thing. Like, she's carrying laundry, and apparently some of it's Zach's. So she, like, knocks into something, and, like, this box falls down. And she's like, Mom, Zach's pants knocked down some of Dad's stuff. <laughs> Where it's, like, no involvement whatsoever. But it's, like, his pants. Well, like, I really, like, I probably did that. Where it's, like, totally. she put her thing here, and it broke your thing. I'm going to say this further establishes how the dad, like, doesn't make time for anybody but his students and his work. Because it's like, after that, the mom pulls up a box from the basement that's just full of shit that he was supposed to fix, and he never did. So there's like a toaster and a radio, and then oh, the watch yeah. is inside the toaster. And Zach steals yeah. it. He's all about that eBay. He is. He's like, this could sell, but it still works. So he straps it on his wrist before he goes to a cool night of DJ throwdowns. I love how like 2002 the watch was. It was like a digital sports watch, which looked like it would be at least water resistant to some extent, but I guess they yeah. had to like change it to make it. I have to say, I'm not into watches, but I would have worn that watch. Back in the day, totally. I like a good, like I still wear some Casio, just some basic. I think I even like found a watch that was kind of yellow and like used to pretend that it could stop time. How does he get on the date with, Francesca. We're not there yet. No, so this, that happens before the DJ Turf War. Uh, well, we... Oh, Way that's just before. so... We get it announced that there's going... So his friend... Earlier when Zach was hitting on Francesca, it was at the paintball shop. And that's where his best friend... His best friend, whose name is... His Meeker. Best, Meeker. Oh, God. That's like Tweaker or something. He's, he's the black well, sidekick. He's a DJ raver, so... Yeah, he has like a a pacifier necklace mm-hmm. at one point which was an odd that felt like something who an adult who didn't know what raves were just saw teens wearing and like put it on him or maybe he was really rolling all the time i feel like maybe not but this movie was confusingly child movie and not child movie oh yeah uh, i think it was also just part of the fashion at the time because i remember my sister when she was like 16 had a pacifier. That's, that's fair, thing. but like this kid's like a DJ, and like later on they're at a club, like DJing, like and the club is basically just a rave. So it's like given that character's context, it was like a very specific choice. So we're saying he probably takes ecstasy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But his name is also Meeker, which is close to Tweaker, so he just loves every drug. But we get to meet his, like, adversary. Wait, Josh is very confused, I can tell. Josh, what do you need explained? I wasn't looking into it that much. This is my childhood favorite movie. Stop ruining it. Are you saying that you just hate people who take any drugs ever? Yes, they're all bad people. They ruin the planet. Anyway, so yeah, his friend, 
Neeker is going to have to go up against these two guys at a DJ competition. And so while that's happening, like the the two creepy DJs, one of them, they both look really shady. They both just look icky. One of them looks like a Walmart version of Matthew Lillard. I don't know who that is, but Very sure. <sighs> my god but one of them definitely looks like he's like a 21 year old college student in a liberal arts program yeah Mm -hmm. they just they're just so old so they go and they hit on francesca god they say something shitty they're just being generally shitty to her well they're doing like a spanish accent and like figuring that she doesn't speak english so she pulls the move again where she's like well i'm not gonna do it she's like oh i'm so delicate and new to this town things are so difficult to me and then she like you know big old fuck you which she did to zach earlier um, yeah she pops her pepsi at him blows her soda load on him she, yes she was like i learned from the best and because they had to just done that to zach yeah, yeah to meeker yeah. and then like so then zach is like i'm gonna save her now because i'm a nice guy and they end up the the bully guys end up pushing him into the garbage can and then so she like walks up to him like pissed like hey I didn't need your help I had it under control because like he's already hit on her at this point is kind of a creep and he's like oh no I'm just looking for my friend's contact lens which is a weird oh, thing God. to be looking yeah. for in a garbage can that was a thing in movies a lot of contact lenses were lost yeah no, I think it was a retainer which was definitely retainer, oh, retainer, that's retainer, it. Yeah. I remembered it was something that went in the hole and <laughs> so then he somehow like pesters her to agree to go on a date but she's basically like hey i'm busy i have a lot of plans he's like well can i be included in any of those plans and she's like yeah fine whatever and he doesn't realize that she's being serious and she invites him over for some yard work yeah which like she immediately gives him her address which even back then you should it was a very quick switch to being like oh okay i guess here here's my house come visit me like whoa He's clearly very cute, so I might have given him my address, too. Aww. At this point, too, I think she realizes that he's, like, fine. He's annoying. We can do some yard work later, you know what I'm saying? I, I wish I had a yard. Ugh, yard work sucks. I love mowing the lawn. Oh, God. What is, what, like a push mower? Yeah, it's you good workout, good sun time. Zach is ingenious, though, and he combines the lawnmower with like a suction thing to like make genius though faster it literally shows him driving over leaves that aren't moving yeah it really didn't seem like it saved much time i think we're supposed to believe that it did (laughs) and also she's just kind of like oh what a silly little silly guy i like you you're funny now and like they're chatting about like her childhood and how she always moves and it's one of those like grass is greener situations because like well i guess not we don't, we never see her dad. No, uh, we kind of assume that the older Hispanic guy that we see later is the dad. At least I assume. No, that was the pool guy. That was the gay pool guy. No, who lights candles? He was old as shit. He's probably her grandpa. Anyway, um, he's there at the house. This is when his first like uses the watch and he hits it. Like he finds a. P- a possum that was like messing with their trash and he's like whoa weird and it doesn't move so he thinks it's dead and he carries it into the kitchen but then the clock runs out and he drops a live possum in their house and she's like what are you doing you're weirdo like why did you bring that into my house and so he's possums are like- so cute yeah, but he's he's about to get kicked out and she he's like trying to explain stuff to her. So she like grabs the hose from the sink and tries to squirt him to get him to like leave. And so then he pauses time again and goes behind her and then basically oh, the like, he ends up showing her hyper time. This is the coolest part. Like mm-hmm. I think this was my favorite part of the movie because yeah. they stop time a few times and they like play with water in the air and there's rainbows and there's hummingbirds and bees and it was really good like the bird the hummingbird looked super realistic and so did the bee yeah especially for this time like the sound effects and the visuals all made like for a really cool atmosphere i think the one part about hyper time that i didn't like was the echoey voices oh right Oh, and I like too how like the bee like its octaves changed, like it went higher and lower pitch, just like they were moving it up and down, like somehow that was affecting its tone. It was like oh, right, right. It's like the, I don't know how this scientifically works, but um, I'll overlook it. 
It's the Doppler effect. So they find out that the water freezes and she does the thing where she like parts the water. And like, that's, I think the most iconic scene of this movie. It's like in all, yes. you can She's tell this. Yeah. You can tell that was like the, the high budget part. So like put it in every single trailer. They totally did. So then her brother's skateboarding and he almost runs into Zach and Zach like goes back into hyper time. And then, but Francesca like stayed in hyper time the whole time. Basically, they find out that to be touching, like if you're touching the person when you oh. hit the clock, then you are also in hyper time. And so then he's like, I guess for this to work, we have to touch each other. And she's like, all the guys say that. <laughs> and like, that was another part where I was like, that's sexual. I mean, but also you do need to be touching for sex to work. Well, yeah, but like this is a Nickelodeon movie. Yeah, Josh? You've never Mission impossible What? I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> Where you come down from a rope. That's a very elaborate setup. We're going to move on while Josh recovers. I was just imagining some guy like, dangling in the air. Oh my god. <laughs> so anyways, Blink-182 starts playing and it's like their first date. They're going around town, righting the wrongs and serving justice. So they stop a parking, a parking maid. A meter maid. A parking maid is almost giving her a ticket. There's a bike that's about to get thefted. There's a wall that's about to get Painted, graffitied, graffitied, and a bike that's gonna be stolen. I already said that. She already said that by a dude with a nose piercing. And so yeah, so they end up. Oh, and then the car that Zach was gonna buy that was supposed to be like held for twenty four hours is being test driven by somebody else. Josh, what do they do? Well, you put me on the spot. Yeah, um, I did. they put a peeing dog in the meter maid's own car and makes it so that she's giving it a ticket to her own car. They cut open a paint can so it sprays in the guy's face which seems pretty like actually harmful they write liar over the car window so the guy like drives in the middle of the street and animated so the hood popped open a lot of their things seem really uh like a kid the kid who got his face spray painted runs into the street like as the car is driving i'm like they could have actually killed someone. Well, in the nose ring, like, if that kid, like, came to, basically, or, like, time caught up and he's, like, stuck, like, he could have ripped out his nose ring. Very right. Easy. Before they uh, unfreeze time to see ev- all the chaos that they caused, uh, the girl is like, make it so, number one. Start so, Lori, explain your reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, this movie was directed by Jonathan Frakes, who plays Riker on Star Trek Next Generation. He is the, he's my favorite character. I love him. I love his beard. He's like the, basically the second in command to Patrick Stewart, who plays Captain Picard. So Picard always says like, make it so number one. So the man who directed this is number one in Star Trek. I can't, I, for some reason, I watched all of Star Trek. I can't remember who that is. He's- Riker? Really? I have an action figure of him that I showed you last night, Josh. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Okay. <sighs> of course I, I know. He's number one. He's You're such best. a troll. Anyway, he directed this. Speaking, let's talk about this wonderful scene that he directed that comes up next, it's which is at good. the DJ competition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yours is about as good as it was in this movie. So the short guy is really good, and Meeker kind of sucks. I think, he, I think he just gets nervous. So Meeker does this weird, like, wiki, wiki, clap, clap, wiki, wiki, clap, wiki. Yeah, it was very... It was sad. sad. So Francesca's like, I can't take any more of this. So she freezes time, and then they go save Meeker. They, like, make him dance, which is not what the competition is about. It's about DJ. No. But then they do help him, and he's doing, like, a handstand DJ set. And he wins. They it's- literally defy gravity and the crowd is cool with it. He does like a quadruple axle forward semi somersault. Even make his the the short, crazy hair dude like do a funny dance. He's played his role. Whatever. They're gonna go have some more fun on their really long date. Yeah, they're gonna go make out a little bit in front of her house. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, here's the creepiest part though. 
he gets home still oh wait yeah they kind of kiss right yeah they more than kind of kiss they really cuss and she's like it's because i wanted to yeah i like her attitude there's no yeah, it there. was i i was worried that this was gonna be cringy there i mean not to say there aren't cringe parts to how he like went after her and all that but yeah they end up being like a cute couple for what it is like i think it was really good for its time it yeah so he goes home he rides his bike home in hyper time and when he gets there he notices that there's like flashlights and stuff inside the house so for some reason he decides to like go in and see what's up and like grabs a bat i honestly would just wait outside until whoever's in your house leaves. right if you know they have hyper time he knows his mom and sister are home though yeah yeah but you still have no idea who's in there but i guess you really can't call the police yeah i mean like i feel like in that instance like you want to like try to figure out where they are like getting he doesn't have a cell phone so like you want to get inside and like find a phone or just like i don't know i don't think he was being crazy especially like if you're like the oldest one it's like your little sister and your mom and your dad is gone i feel like his instinct would be to like protect them like what what would like you couldn't just hide somewhere while they get murdered and then go out of hyper time or something i don't yeah but I understand like going in, but then he later on he goes down the stairs and they're like right behind him and they catch him and they spray him with like nitro liquid Not, nitrogen. No, they yeah, don't get nitrogen. This part, no. He like no, he um he like oh, dodges yeah, and then the scary Asian lady sprays one of the other henchmen and then he throws a bat at her and then she kind of racistly martial arts the bat. Uh. <laughs> Oh, they they try to spray him. You're right, and then he gets out and runs to the car. Where guess who's there? Doctor Doppler. Oh my gosh, the car chase scene. Car chase. It was cool. I liked the the effect of the lights on the other cars. They were like streaky. I like that he just straight up jacked a van. Um, they evade everything. They make some cool things. They like run into a cart stand full of newspapers. And then eventually they get to like a bridge and they go over the bridge. And the Dr. Doppler's like, whatever you do, don't get the watch wet, wet, wet. Like what the fuck? He crashed over a bridge and landed in not at all deep water. Like it was like six inches of water. So that van like slammed down. And he's like, hey, kid, don't get the watch wet. Not like, oh, are you still alive? The next scene, though, he's in the hospital, and of course, the watch is wet, <laughs> and he's of course completely fine. Am I? If my instinct is like, yeah, obviously, save the watch, make sure it's fine. I mean, like Zach's either dead or not at this point. Oh no, no, no! I, I, I get it. Like he was, he was like, hey, don't like. They're gonna have bigger problems if the watch gets wet and they can't get away from the bad guys. I mean that that line was really unnecessary. Like back then. Like, you could have a water-resistant watch. I don't think they had, like, really well waterproofed watches. Yeah, they would have waterproof watches back then. This wasn't, like, 19. Not, like, well waterproof ones, I think they could. It's just, like, a little digital watch. I'm pretty sure I had a waterproof watch. Okay, you try making a hyper-time space continuum waterproof, okay? Yeah, like, they... Tell me how that goes. I just... Okay, but... If you're going to make that much science and put it on a watch, you're going to make it waterproof. And Andoni, your watch wouldn't be like science university study grade. You were like a little a preteen, a small child who probably I fucked got everything it from up. from the Discovery Zone in the Philadelphia Museum of Science. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, a museum is the place to get the high-end watches. All I hear is science, science, science. So I checked out. That thing had a compass and a magnifying glass on like a, a like oh, a flip up face protector. It was so cool. I love that watch. But you understand that that doesn't mean that there were no waterproof watches at all in the early two thousands, yeah? No. What are you saying? <laughs> you was can't. mine not the epitome Look, of watch technology? Maybe. Your watch was a piece of shit. <gasps> no. They should have mentioned that the watch wasn't waterproof earlier, and then it wouldn't have been so it's obvious just, that it was. They made a it so sporty. Whatever. They could have like made it a nicer, like flashy watch, and then I'd be like, no. "Oh, that's definitely." Like, what if you sweat too much? Does it just not work? I've broken smartwatches. It's, it's a prototype. 
They are working on it. He, they just gave him a basic watch. It's a sports watch, though. Those are water-resistant, typically. Go sweat all over your Casio. So, the watch is not waterproof. And then he wakes up in the hospital, and they're wanting to, like, arrest him for stealing and wrecking a van. But his mom's like, I don't think he would steal a van. But, I mean, you never know what your kids are doing. Yeah, also, they literally found him in the van. Yeah. He tries, then he, like, gets out. He sneaks out. He, like, dresses as a cop. Which is, like, okay, if you're going to try to be in a disguise, like, if there's a cop around, I always know there's a cop around. I'm, like, looking at them because I have authority issues and such. Like, that's not something that you wear to blend in. I feel like you can also get in trouble for impersonating a cop, yeah. which just makes it even more, like, Double risky than it needs to be. Zach is trying to figure out what to do because now he's escaped with his broken watch and has a cop uniform on. So he's like, dude, Meeker, my friend, you've got to help me out. Like, I need a car or money somehow to get to my dad so I can figure out what's going on. Josh, if I just like right now ran up to your apartment and was like, knock, 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 knock. And I was like, I need to borrow a thousand dollars. The cops are after me. What do you do? Bitch, I ain't got a thousand dollars. I'd be like, okay, we'll have to wait until the bank opens. Go to the bank. Why can't we go to an ATM? Don't you I don't have a thousand dollars sitting in one account. And I'm not about to pay transactional fees with an ATM for my How many accounts do you have? A few. What are their numbers? Seven. And how much is in each one? And why don't you keep at least... Aren't you incurring any fees by not having a minimum in any of them? No, you do not get a checking account where you have minimum fees. Yeah. Sorry. I don't have one either, but I'm just like, I'm assuming you've got them spread across multiple banks. He's a villain. Okay, Andoni, Andoni, Josh comes to your house and he's like, knock, 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 knock. I don't know him like that. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) I wouldn't knock on his door. I, I feel like I would be like, oh, she snapped. This is it. And then I'd be like, we need to, we're going to talk to the good people who help people. And then we'll go here and get the money. Just follow me. (laughs) Anyway, his friend's like, fuck off. And so instead he goes to Francesca's house. And this is the part where she's like randomly about to take off her shirt because they needed that in this, I guess. And then she, she like hears stuff and she's like, where are you, Mr. Time Travel Boy? And then it just turns out he's peeing. He's like, he's peeing in his, her bathroom. He's just like there. That's funny. <laughs> yes, he's in the bathroom. She's like, oh my God, what's going on? How does he, he convince her? What does um, he do? He's like, people are after me. People well, are after she already me. knows they that he can like, time it. travel. So like, he doesn't need to convince her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but I guess his friend did too. So I guess, but she's like rich. Well, no, the cops show, like oh, walked yeah. into his, into Meeker's work. It wasn't safe there. Plus, he's poor. So he went to her because he didn't know where else to go. And he's and she's like, yeah, whatever. Borrow my, like, Porsche and we can uh, we can go find your dad so you can figure out what's going on. And then she decides to go along because, because she's a strong character and also she likes him. Okay, who is her dad and why do they have to move so much and why does she have so much money? He's like a... She's the consulate, consulate, consulate or oh, something like that? that. Okay. I thought a consulate is a building. Is that also a person? Yes. I don't know. I just thought it sounded like a word that worked. Is her dad a building? Anyway. <laughs> um, the mom gets a hold of the dad who's been away on some like science retreat or something. And it's retreat. <laughs> I mean, like writers uh, go on retreats. Um, it's a I- conference, right? Yeah. It's a science. Whatever. Oh my gosh. Somebody else tell it. I'm done. I quit. I can't work under these well, standards. Basically, well, you've heard the, moms. the podcast is over. Bye. <laughs> basically, the mom's just like, look, he, he has a watch and he keeps talking about this watch. And the dad's like, oh my God, he has this watch that the Stoppler dude sent. Yeah, that's basically it. Then the bad guys end up showing up at where the dad is staying. But also Doppler's safe there. there, and also Zach is there. Yeah, Zach shows up, and by that time, like the bad guys have already stolen the daddy. 
And mm-hmm. so Zach calls down to the front from the room. Like he calls to the concierge and is like, have I checked out? And she's like, no. And he's like, have I gone out for a walk? She's like, I don't know, sir. Cause he's just trying to like figure out if dad's like out right. to dinner or if he's been kidnapped, but he got napped. He got this daddy is napped. also when they find out that Dr. Doppler was a student of his dad's cause Dr. Doppler aged so much. He doesn't look like he could be the student. Yes. Oh my God. And then ugh, this next part's kind of dumb. Like, how do you, how do you get a garbage truck and not get immediately pulled over by the police? And also, how do you just know how to operate all the hydraulics on a, on a trash truck and not murder people? Oh, well, he like definitely it? murdered people before he got to them. You think he oh, like God. tried a he few times just to practice? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was oddly perfectly timed and positioned that they were like exactly where the trash holder can thing was. Yeah. To like flip them into the trash thing. It was a little silly. The union would be happy about the the township using that technology. That's taking away from the people who actually pick up the garbage. So I feel like this whole movie, I was waiting for something to actually happen. And then I feel Excuse like it's, me? I feel like it's one where at the they end just got flung into a trash. <laughs> okay, uh, I've seen Star Wars. There's better garbage scenes. <laughs> I just I feel like this next part it just like they were like oh no we need an ending and like the end it was just like a rush of a bunch of stuff happening and it kind of got confusing to me. Um, um kind of like not yeah. a lot happened. You're like I'll be. F- I'll be the first to admit not much happens in this movie. And that doesn't fine. mean I don't like it, but it's, yeah, it's, it's fine that not that much happens. It's just like, at this point, it's just like where they're just kind of like rushing to like, yeah, there's well, nothing new. It was like a kid slash teen movie. So the first half or more is like all the cool, fun, like playing around action stuff. And then it's like, Oh shit, we had so much fun. Now it's really actually time to get down to the business. Right. And then that ends up being like a little, obvious like okay so now they're gonna work together to fix the watch yeah and of course they go to the science expo to like get all the parts and put it together and fix it cool and then they're like how are we gonna get into the facility to find my dad they're like oh paintball guns it's like all of the elements have already been introduced and now it's all just coming together yeah but like it kind of seemed boring because of that so we already know the what the underground base looks like we already know like how everything works so yeah i mean i guess this was actually like really well set up and established beforehand everything tied together i do like the part so they go back to the like paintball place they like sneak in and so they're taking they decide because so basically to slow down people who are in hyper time they're hitting them with the nitrogen the liquid nitrogen which actually is like a pretty good do you guys ever get to like play with that in science class yeah. Ooh, yeah. Where like my cool. teacher like dipped a rose in it and then he can like shatter it. Yeah. Ooh. Um, so we that's had, legit-ish. Uh, I was gonna say we had um when I was in grade school, we used to have um assemblies like once a quarter, once a semester, and one of them was like a magic science show. Ooh. So they took a rubber ball and they like put it in liquid nitrogen and oh, they took yeah. it out and smashed it on the ground. And they're like, and it's even better. So they like picked up the pieces and put it back in the jar of liquid nitrogen. And then they pulled out a full, like a reassembled rubber ball. But really the trick is that there's just multiple balls in there. Oh. But that memory sticks with me. Why are they was super magic awesome. with science? Science magic. Anyway, so they're taking the paintballs at Meeker's paintball shop and they're using a syringe to take out the paint and then they then fill them with nitrogen from like another syringe. But what my question here is, how is the nitrogen not escaping the balls? They've poked a hole in it like twice. I think it's just assumed that like the the membrane of the paintball is elastic enough that if you pierce it, it kind of... Like self heals. Have you played paintball before? It's kind of like a yeah, like bubble wrap almost, but thicker. I don't know. Basically, it it shouldn't work, but it's a cool idea. Like it seems like something a kid came up with right. the best way. I get why the and the bad guys have like a nitrogen spray gun yeah. that like sprays a whole stream of it. I get why that would like slow them down, but like a little paint gun pellet, I'm like, would that? 
do enough well, damage shoot them multiple times like you have to like shoot them all over like i love it it was just like yeah. funny it's this whole scene where it's like a very involved like production line of them like extracting the and i was like is this there's no better way that this like world-class scientist i mean it's like super fun and it like gets right the job done. It was just like such an involved. Usually, when there's like science that doesn't work or a plot hole ish thing, they don't like literally show you it being made. And like the syringe, like pulling out the paint was such a specific thing. Okay, but when I was 12, I was like, that's so cool. Yeah, no, it's like, it's dope. It's perfect. But like, it's also like delightfully silly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so they're like going through the building of the bad guys because they're trying to get the daddy back. And he's like shooting people with the nitrogen and like it works and it's really cool. And he like shoots one guy and then he can like hold him up to the security thing to like get inside. And then the second the door opens, the bad guys get him. There was like a whole indoor bicycle chase scene, which seems super unnecessary, but was really cool back in the day. And it was more of like, it was still super cool. It was like, that's when he crashes through the glass and the glass freezes in midair. Yes. All of this ends in not though, because they he ends up getting captured by the bad guys and they throw him into the same place that they were holding Dr. Doppler and boom, 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 Zach's dad. Zach's daddy. His daddy. I got confused at this part too. But Wait, he ends his up... daddy, if you will? No, I won't. Um, you will. I won't. He's not <laughs> great. Um, when the bad guys captured him, they took the watch, but twist, twist, twist. It turns out <gasps> that he had another watch. <laughs> And, oh my god. And so he goes into like double hypertime and the dad and Francesca are like, You can't do it, it's so dangerous. You'll like quadruple age. You're gonna die. Your molecules can't handle it. And then yeah, like he's fine. He goes really fast. He and turns he- into a rainbow. He basically yeah, he- turns into the flash. He's like gay flash because it's super rainbowy and glittery. I wonder if the flash has ever been gay. I mean, is it impl- is it explicit that he's straight? Uh, probably. Yeah, he probably. Someone. He's got a kid. He's got, like, kids. Oh, gay people can't have kids, Andoni? No. I don't know what you're saying, Lori. That sounds like crazy nonsense. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, Zach comes up with some plan to blow His air. Like, <laughs> <laughs> somehow he's going to cause an explosion. All these like government <laughs> officials are coming to take the technology, but he's like, no, this can't happen. We have to stop this here. So he like escapes the cell, pulls some levers, and everything explodes. But him and his family are safe inside the little pod thing. I don't entirely remember. He like leaves something burning inside the thingy, and there's like gas or something. Yeah. It's really- yeah, on like a um, like a Bunsen burner or like a welding. Yeah. Francesca. So everybody except for Zach and everybody get arrested. And then like yeah. they're in the rubble of the explosion. And then Francesca's like, our first two dates are weird. What do you have planned for our third one? <laughs> My God. She has so many great one-liners in She's this. She's good. She's the best character. Uh, they ha- were working on the age reversing machine to stop the effects of aging. They didn't get to test it, but of course Doppler's like, well, <laughs> I'll try it out. Yeah, because he like super aged, which... Yeah, but the daddy did too. The dad like aged, but yeah. it's just funny because like Zach went into like actual quadruple hyper time and like he's still super young. Yeah, but he was only right. in for like to 30 seconds. But he was in like hyper time on and off. But it was super hyper Quadruple cop, quadruple hyper time. Yeah, it was just it was just funny because they kept making a big deal about the aging thing, but they're like, we can't age him; he's too handsome. You know what I realized Aww. at the end of this movie is that yeah, he was cute, but he had strange teeth gap. That's specific. yeah, he's like unconventionally cute. I think relatable. He's very he's very pouty. That's that's what's cute. But he just always kind of looks a little bit sad. I'm like, oh. But yeah, so we go back to the house. Uh, at this point, I think Zach is still like technically legally wanted. Yeah, why didn't the FBI government agency people take care of that? Um, well, I guess because that's like out of their, they're like, okay, all this stuff did happen, but like you still legit just stole a van. Like it's out of their jurisdiction. Maybe. Wait, I think he's fine. Well, because I think he got in end. trouble because he was revving his Mustang Ugh. and like driving 50 and a 25. Okay, but like the cops were waiting outside the house. They're like, there he is. And it was definitely that detective guy from the hospital. 
I feel like we're getting stuck in things that aren't meant to be stuck in. No. I, yes. I don't think any of this matters. What matters is that Doppler is a teen. Yeah, he's a teen. He's a cool and His sister is into him. And he's like creepy looking. Ew. He was just a little greasy looking. And they're like, no. Like he's an actual adult. This is like a real Twilight situation where it's like he might look 17, but he's actually 300 years old. So anyways, they drive away and the cops start chasing him and then they go into hypertime. Okay, so they go into hypertime at the end. Like, are they not concerned about Zach aging and all of them aging? And the sister is about hypertime. They probably have the molecular stabilizer fixed. Sure. Okay. Checks out. Yes. I think the dad figured it out. Smash Mouth wraps the movie is the last song. It's Smash Mouth song. Okay. Hey now, you're an all-star. That wasn't in this. They have other songs. Our next segment it's going to be, what lessons did we learn? Oh, um, God. Absolutely nothing? I learned that if you find something that does something that seems too good to be true, you shouldn't just be, like, super chill and not wonder what the deal is. And you should, like, watch your back. Oh, I got a lesson. You should always make time for your family because work will always be there. I learned that if you're going through something you can rely on your friends to help you. That was that was a quick little lessons learned. I know. Job, everyone. Now we're going to do. See, I'm being very efficient because I'm very sleepy. Two truths and a goof. Yeah. Are you ready? Okay. Sure. Number one. Let's get, do it. The number one. The number one. Maybe true. Maybe not. Is that in this film, Clockstoppers, which came out in 2002, the NSA funds the hypertech to create hypertime. Number two, this has a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. Or number three, the house Francesca lives in is the house from Scream 2. Uh, I'm going to say the first one is the goof. No. Wait, you said, what was the thing? Rotten Tomatoes, is that the Metacritic score or the... Uh... It's the Rotten Tomatoes score. I'm, well, I'm going to say, say that it does not have a score that low. I said the first one, the NSA is not the one that funds it. You were both wrong. I win. I defeated you. To, it, was, what? it was actually Francesca lives in the house from Scream 3, not Scream 2. Oh, oh wow. You wait. really got us. So this has that low of a rating? Yeah, Josh, I'm sorry. What the I mean, frick? I knew it didn't have a good rating. I didn't think it was that low. Um, I rate this. I want you guys to go first. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I really had a lot of fun watching it. I think there were some stupid parts like the trash can and um, something else that I can't remember at this moment in time. But it had a good soundtrack. The special effects held up. 8 out of 10. Yay. I Okay, so even though I really like this movie and I thought it was really fun, by that halfway through, I was like, okay, let's wrap this puppy up because it was getting a little stale. The it was time ran over an hour. It was an hour and 40 minutes. What? I thought it was like an hour and 20. No. Still, I was ready for it to wrap up. I will give it a 7 out of 10. But I did. I, it is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it 5 out of 10. Whoa. Screw you. We're so, o- this is over. Do I get Goodbye. to def- Okay, so I really liked the vibe of this movie. I think it's like quintessential 2002. Like, it's perfect for that. My issue with it, I think now, it's not quite a teen movie, so I can't enjoy it as like a 10 Things I Hate About You or one of those sort of things. But then it's also like a little bit too old to be a good like preteen movie or a kid movie even. I feel like there it just doesn't really commit either way. And even plot-wise, it doesn't necessarily like commit to all that much. Watch Spy Kids oh, or 10 Things no. I Hate About You instead of this. No, 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 no. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I mean, he's a cootie head. It was, fun. it was fun to revisit this old movie that I kind of forgot about for 10 years. But it came back and I was like, hey, cool. That was a thing. It made me a little bit of who I am, unfortunately. Okay, wait. What parts of this, like do you think have changed you as a person the geeky science tech stuff that because like that was my thing for a while where i was like i'm into technology like i want to be like a science like cool thing person then i found out that that's mostly make-believe and so i was like 
maybe graphic design i can make things look cool (laughs) (laughs) hey photoshop's pretty high tech don't knock yourself photoshop is cool okay um are there any other segments we want to give a go we didn't explain um i poorly scheduled the nicktoon takeover so everybody's getting a lot uh, an extra week of it that's fine no one's gonna question it i think somebody will okay uh thanks for listening to this episode of we're potting this together um if you have any questions or comments or memories of your favorite decoms ain't no need to stop those clocks because we're always here seriously i never leave this room please leave us some kind of comment please the timer's running out Ugh.